Hi, it's Darren from Coaching Young Athletes. During this episode of the Coaching Young Athletes podcast, I'm going to speak about how coaches can cater for different capabilities within a group. Particularly when coaching kids, the skill level within a group can vary considerably. The larger the group, the more levels of capability you are likely to encounter. Now, some kids will pick up things quickly and might become bored. Others may struggle and become frustrated or dispirited. Now, to keep the kids motivated and engaged, it is worthwhile to be ready for this scenario and prepare a response. A recent tweet from Gain PE captured this beautifully and quote, do you have a plan B planned? Knowing your exercise and drill is one thing, being able to progress, regress is another. By having it in the plan, you can adjust your lesson as and when appropriate. More work up front, better experience for all in the lesson, end quote. So let's talk about this plan B. Now, not only is it worth knowing how to progress or regress a skill, a plan B should also involve thinking about how this will be implemented with as little disruption to the lesson as possible. For example, will you need to transition the kids into or out of groups and how will this be done quickly? Will you need additional equipment or space? How will you effectively supervise multiple variations of the activity? Make sure that you have potential progression and regression options in reserve and also a plan of attack for implementing them. So when do we regress a skill? How do we know it is appropriate to regress a skill? Well, finding the balance between persisting with a skill and when to regress a skill with a young athlete is an ongoing coaching challenge. Lee Taft in a recent tweet suggests that we shouldn't jump in to regress a skill too early. And this is what he had to say. Again, it's the coach that needs patience. If an athlete isn't performing the skill correctly right off, but they comprehend how to do it, it's up to you to allow learning to take place. Stop adding more progressions when you've not allowed learning to occur. Give it a chance. End quote. UK Coaching suggests that if a child struggles with a movement prior to regressing the movement, you should see if additional cueing can help. If cueing doesn't help, then it may be time to regress the skill and or introduce corrective exercises. You can find a really useful model with suggestions for assessing and progressing or regressing fundamental movement skills on the UK Coaching website. So how do we know when to progress a skill? Now, I assume that most coaches at some stage have decided to progress a skill only to find that a child wasn't ready for the increased complexity or challenge. Sometimes we can get so eager to see an athlete improve that we don't allow the skill to settle for long enough before trying to advance it. To progress a skill, we need to be certain that the child has learned the current version of the movement. One performance is not enough. Repeatability should be the key here, maybe not just within a session, but over several sessions, which indicates retention of the skill. Now, in doing so, however, we always need to be exploring and nudging the boundaries of what a child can do. Sensible, achievable steps are important. I want to talk a little bit about choice of challenge. Now, 
some activities can be created specifically to cater for a wide variety of abilities. And when you do this, think of it like some indoor rock climbing walls where participants may be able to choose from a variety of color-coded difficulty levels. The kids can be given several suggestions as to what they may like to attempt or any choices can be left open entirely within some rough parameters. The kids are then responsible for determining an appropriate level of difficulty for themselves. A simple exercise that I've used is a jumping, bounding, cross the river game with kids. The activity involves closely scattering a whole lot of hoops on the ground between two points and the kids then bound across a river using hoops as stepping stones. The kids can use as many or as few of the stepping stones as they like and in whatever pattern they want. Alternatively, alternatively, you can challenge them to use the least number of touchdowns that they decide that they can manage. But in summary, it is really worth being aware that kids' skills within a group will differ and that planning a response to this will result in a more engaging and effective sessions for everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Coaching Young Athletes podcast. If you'd like to find out more, go to coachingyoungathletes.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to speaking with you next time.